0: <laughs> What's happening, Dan? I'm
1: You're <laughs> <laughs> It
0: feels like 10 years. Yeah. It feels very long, What? Really
1: but, but after one year, who are these? Are these our babies?
0: Oh my god, <laughs> you <Yeah>. are around <laughs> us. Who are these people? Oh my god, OK. We so have grown. Okay, so this is this is Lito Podcast Season Three. Yes, okay, but and, it is actually and if you are listening to the podcast version. Yes. you probably can tell, but they are a lot. We're surrounded now. Yes, we're,
1: we're surrounded, surrounded by, by a
0: lot of people.
1: Seventeen, right? Seventeen or more yeah, than seventeen? More than seventeen? Surrounded
0: by seventeen snow cats.
1: Snow Mouse.
0: Yeah, Snow Mouse. Welcome. And... Make some noise. Yes! <laughs>
1: 哇，我很紧张哎，因为很久没有很久没有做podcast了，所以要喝酒，因为很久没有做。我们歇一下，我们歇一下。哇，抓塞抓塞抓塞！我喝多一点，bottoms
0: okay, up。OK okay. okay. Is that why you drank three cups of alcohol? Yeah, Red
1: so alcohol? OK. Contrary to a lot of people's belief, right? They think that I am someone who is fearless, and when I do podcasts or when I do classes or when I do GCCs, when I do coaching, I don't trust. I. Actually, I trust I all the time.
0: I think the people hai ting But then after that, after five minutes,
1: uh-huh. When I get again. into the groove. Uh-huh. When,
0: when, when Ling you know, channels.
1: okay. <laughs> then y'all will feel it. Yes. Okay. Okay,
0: so today our episode is very special.
1: Yes. Right? Very. Because
0: we're not uh just doing a podcast with our snow mm-hmm. we're doing a video cast. Woo! Vidcast. Wave! Woo!
1: Look good or not, look good or not. Look at our studio. Oh,
0: how do how do our how do our skin look?
1: No badline. you just in can... your skincare. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll oh, talk about that later. So nice your
0: skin. you <laughs> so nice. come back from come back from Finland, and dry. <laughs> I mean, the skin very dry? <laughs> yeah, I also agree. I also the skin only. Hey, skin only. only the skin dry. Skin. <laughs> any parts well, any I'm... other parts dry? Can <laughs> hey, you don't pop my cherry?
1: <laughs> Too dry to pop it. It's a prune. It's a prune. Yes. <laughs>
0: Whoa, whoa! whoa. Hey, that's a personal attack, man. Yeah whoa. We're into the group. We're
1: into the group. Your sons, your sons. Season
0: three episode two, the last episode. Okay, so anyway,
1: anyway, so we're here today with all the snow Mouse because um it's actually our retreat reunion party today as well. Right. Yes. And we decided to gather everyone. And the, think, the snow Mouse think that the the retreat is already over, but actually it's not over. It's the retreat that keeps giving, right? or <laughs> not.
0: Yes. And we just want to say that we had an amazing retreat.
1: We have an amazing retreat. Right?
0: And and that is the reason why we cannot process.
1: Yes. And that's why
0: we have to come together to process the retreat.
1: Yes. So, I think we experienced so much magic in Finland together. And uh, one of the um, uh, surprising things for me individually, and then I get to hear it from all of you as well, was that after we came back, there was so much that we couldn't process on our own as well. Like, it was beyond imagination and it was so overwhelming. And we we keep not being able to find the right words to explain what we had experienced. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like we, this wanting more, wanting more sense, wanting more discussions and unpacking, wanting more reflection and making meaning. And that was when it struck me that the reason why we have all not been able to make sense of it was because the way to make sense of it properly, to close the entire experience, is to make sense of it together as a community. I think that's the piece that was missing and that's why we find it difficult and that's why we wanted to gather everybody together today because we have gone through the same experience together. We have ate the same foods. We have seen the same Northern Lights. We have experienced the same magic and it's very difficult to process it with someone who hasn't been there with us. It is so, it was so intense, right? So that's why all of you are here today and hopefully we can make meaning collectively and then we can close this container experience beautifully okay then it will be a wrap
0: yes okay so does anybody have anything to say yeah yeah let let Kiva yeah I don't want
2: I don't want the container to close
0: what okay so what was it about the retreat that that was a highlight for you
2: or what made it so
0: meaningful for you because it's just like to other people it's just like oh maybe it's just a holiday or I went with a holiday with a bunch of strangers like what's the big deal so
2: it feels like I I don't want the retreat to end I just want it to just keep going on and on. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think one of the amazing, unexpected. Okay, although to then it was expected, right? Like the unexpected fruit of the retreat was the relationships mm. for all of you, right? Mm. You want to ex- explain a little bit more because I know that you know, like because we split into lodges, right? And then a lot of us didn't know each other, and then you were in a lodge with four other girls, but then the first night, what happened? Something happened, already.
2: Right, you had a party already, right? Oh my god, that that party woman
3: Our pride and
1: Okay, you want to say how you were partying in the lodge?
3: I mean, initially, before like we went on this thing, right? I was like telling them, I don't know anybody, I don't know what I'm going to react and what I'm going to do. But when I'm inside, and I see all of them sitting at the sofa, I'm like, what are they doing, right? And I feel this energy while I dance it
1: out. Oh, yes, compelling me to dance yeah, it out. Yeah,
3: yeah, like, I don't care that they don't know me, but I just feel like, yeah, dance it out. <laughs> So, I just take my MacBook, I open, it, right? And I started playing music. Then, they keep laughing at me. They're recording me. Then, I'm just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Just, just, And then, I realized that after that, we got closer together. I mean, because we entertained them. So, I was just like, oh. then I was just like, you know, what generation? I tried to play also some music. And they're still not dancing. Then, I was like, you oh, know, what generation? Now, I'm going to play that little little sweet or sweet or sweet, you know? So, I was like, dancing. And then, it just started off very okay. Eh. We just blend in Ding mm. Tree, right? Mm. Then, what you got? the competition. the best lodge, uh. lodge wow. number three.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Then
3: I feel like, because voices are Am I the smallest one in the lodge? Then they look at me like, 我好像小妹妹, I just feel like wow, I'm protected. Oh, you like then,
1: that feeling?
3: Yeah, then you go crazy? Or just continue dancing? Oh. I feel oh. like that's the thing I can contribute to our lodge. Right. So, and Did then,
1: y'all feel like you all just hit it off immediately?
3: It's so funny. And then Clara saw her music and then me and Angie were like, dun, dun, Yeah, dun, dun. it's
1: crazy. Your lodge was crazy. A lot of energy because yeah. of you.
3: Uh, it's, not, it's not because of me. I like that synergy is
1: very crazy. Yeah, the synergy. It's
3: like, I don't know if they will take it very well. At yeah. first, like, I, I would be scared, <laughs> I, I, I really. I'm really eh, Because they gave me that very strong the RBF, right? Then, actually, then you announce the name, so I will see her, I will say, oh shit, are we in the same launch? Oh, it's, it's, it's not, oh, not fear, you're just, I'm not what just how am I going to interact with you? Yeah.
4: Okay, so if Shanee didn't do her crazy dance, <laughs> I also don't know how to interact with her. <laughs> yeah. Because
1: Yu manifest her, right? So, got a repelling energy, and you felt it, right? She has the repelling energy, and strong. <laughs> That's why it's the energy. The field is really, really strong from her. So, yeah, I think what Becky was saying was um, that the unexpected thing was the lifelong friendship that you have forged during the retreat, right? But if you look at the copywriting that I did on the website, right, it was actually written there that you would forge friendships that will last a lifetime. It is inevitable. Right, except that I think it exceeded my expectation because now you're like spending every day together. Hey, you're
0: all not sick of each other, man. Yeah. stop holding hands.
1: Yeah, I think y'all should just get married, you no, know, of y'all
0: like community. Half of them are married, the Angie and Kifa.
1: Yeah, you know, I move into the same lodge, you know, forever, you know. Yeah, so so that was really um, a beautiful thing to witness, and I think that that community, I feel that Lito, right, as a, a community, we totally levelled up as a collective. Mm after the retreat. Did y'all feel it? Like, it was a next level. Right? And I'm just so proud and encouraged because I was like, without the retreat, this would not have happened. Mm. Right? This quantum leap in the togetherness Mm. um, and trust and everything. And we have really really, really seriously set the culture and tone for what Lito is.
0: Yeah, but I think if we believe in magic, it's really magic that brought us together. Because yes. right? we want right. to talk a bit about magic later We want right? to talk a lot about magic Yeah, but uh, there were a lot of coincidences uh, Synchronicity Serendipity Yes Right? And then you realise that actually we were all there for a reason Yes Right? Maybe in a past life we all travelled together eh? Maybe yeah. every life we travelled together as a group man. Eh? Yeah that's why, you know, so you know, yeah. feeling.
1: One of the things I kept repeating was that nothing is random. Nothing is a coincidence. You all don't think this is a coincidence. Huh? You're in the same lodge. Don't think that in, in a restaurant. It's a coincidence. Huh? All 17 of you at a retreat, it is not a coincidence. You are meant to find each other. You are meant to connect in such a deep way. And you are meant to experience the same things, mm-hmm. right? So talking about magic, what was the most magical thing for you?
0: Wow, a lot leh. Yeah. Okay, but I want to, I want to let Yok Ping share her story about, about... Albert.
1: Oh, what because is it? Because I
0: thought that was quite magical.
1: About Albert? Okay, come tell us.
0: Okay, because we, we actually had a secret center thing going on, right? right. During the whole retreat. Right. Basically, um, it was a system where you're given a name at the start of the retreat. Right, and this person at the end of the retreat, you're supposed to observe this person throughout the retreat. And then at the end, we, we'll give each other, uh, give each other like a certificate right? Then we'll write down, like, the qualities that we observe about that person. Okay, so this is the
5: context to Albert. You want to tell us? <laughs> uh, Tarika, can tell us. Okay, so she's my lodgemate, right? So one one day we decided to have a morning walk together. So then uh, she decided that she wanted to build a snowman that day. Because the, the I think it was the second day or third day. Yeah, so the first day we were like trying, how, trying to figure out how to make the snowman because it's actually not as easy as we think it is. Yeah, so then she built the snowman and then we found some like props like leaves and all that, right, to make the face. And then as she was building, I didn't, I didn't really participate in making the snowman. I was just observing her. Then after that, at the end of it, I said, Hey, let's name him Albert. Yeah, just like that. The next day, she told me, Do you know that there's this Albert in my mind all along? And I was so shocked that you decided to name him Albert because it meant something special to her. So, with that, I'm going to let Peng share what Albert means to her. And also, there's a second part
0: to the story, right? With Yu Oh, yeah. 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 So In your El- story, don't remember. Ah. Uh,
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so Albert is not my boyfriend. Yes, you know. <laughs> um Albert was the name given to like imaginary person inside of me by my ex-boss. So I was having a difficult time, and then we were just talking and then we randomly she was just saying, Can you ask the Albert inside you to shut up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> like Albert is the one that is like Creating thoughts or saying like saying things lah that make me feel bad or whatever like whatever pain I'm going through. So yeah, I always remember Albert. And then so when Tarika is like, oh let's name him Albert, I'm like, huh. Oh,
7: <laughs>
8: god. <laughs> oh my
6: god. So many names. Me. We must name Albert. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the last day, Yixian uh, passed me a like a photo of Albert with, uh, with a like title. Don't forget Albert. Oh my god. Then, oh my god. I'm like and I'm struggling, I'm like, Albert is not a good thing for me, right? Because he is creating pain. I want to forget him, I want to ignore him. But actually I shouldn't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I should accept pain and mm. and really listen to him and yeah.
0: I think that's a very powerful demonstration of some of the magic that we experienced. Yeah, the Infinite. the synchronicities and yeah.
1: serendipity, right? And I like what Yok uh, Peng said about um, celebrating the Alberts in our mind. It's basically our monkey minds talking to us, right? Okay. That that devil's advocate, right? But think of devil's advocate. it like high It's just to say, state your biggest fears, your worries, and you have to let that Albert have a seat, right? And you go, let's sit you down. Now tell me all the things Albert. Tell me, show me. Right. I love how you look as a snowman. Oh my god, you're so cute. Now, let's have a relationship. Mm, right? us be, be al- friends. Uh. Yes, be friends. Befriending Albert, right? We have to befriend the Alberts in us.
0: Oh my god, I love that. Because we went to Finland to reconnect with ourselves, right? Exactly. To be friends with ourselves yes, again.
9: Yes, exactly. Again. See, oh my god.
0: magic. Magic. The synchronicity. Yeah. So much of it. Thank you for sharing. Thank, Thank you.
9: Okay, so here is a less meaningful Albert story. So I was hearing the name Albert like throughout the trip, because I guess it was your, your little baby Albert. And uh, on our gala night, I walked into a place with this scarf on my shoulder, and someone said I look like a priest. And I think I went like, oh, hello, my name is Father Albert. And then Sally says...
10: So I was studying him, I was laughing so much, because my dad's name is Albert. <laughs> <laughs> father Albert. And then John happens to share the same birthday as my father, which he knows before then... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah. So when you say his name is Father Albert, I'm like, what? <laughs> so I mean it's a coincidence, right? But there are no coincidences. What's maybe. with this Albert
9: thing? <laughs> Uncle, if you're watching, hello Uncle Albert. <laughs> I
10: yeah. My dad's name is also Albert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You got Albert in our lives. <laughs> and do we see any birds in Finland? No, no bird. birds at all. <laughs> Only Albert. No bird. Albert, Albert. no birds.
1: <laughs> Oh my god! Thank you. You see, these are all the uncovered stories, you Lord. know, right? And so many dots that we are still connecting
0: yeah. after the trip. Not to mention the aurora, la.
1: Yes, the aurora. Sean, not
0: talk about the aurora because yes, you Sean documented come. the aurora. Yes,
1: Sean did a beautiful. By the way, Singapore's best travel blogger is here. Woo! And award-winning. Woo! And he did an amazing video on finding happiness in Finland on YouTube. Please go and watch and subscribe and like. Okay, in now, Yes. now tell us about everything, like the aurora, everything.
11: Finland is my favourite place, one of my favourite places in the world. So when um, Dan started to retreat and then I you know it's all about self-development and uh, reconnecting with ourselves, like I'm a person with a deep desire to connect with the place, with people, so it's uh, very enticing. Then suddenly, just out of the blue, Dan just messaged me with a voice memo and all and saying like, oh, come to Finland and, you know, just do some, you know, drone footage and whatnot. I was like, hell yeah. So like, All right. Magic again, magic, yeah. magic. So, there are a few things really in life where it's like, okay, la, I'll do it for the money. I'll just do it. Or, and then But for this trip, I knew from my gut, my splint, <laughs> that was like, a oh, hell yeah. Woo! Like, okay, yeah. let's do it. Whether is it paid or whatever. But hmm. like, I knew it's going to be magical, not just for content but like the experience itself, I knew like this is definitely a hell yes. So talking about Aurora, um, going to the trip we had like more than 10 days, so I was like okay la, like, just one day got Aurora Can really Just one night, give me some Aurora, you No, know, I do some time lapse, capture some footage, okay la, like, I'm happy already. And even before the trip, like I was like asking Dan, can see you or not? Can see or not? Dan was like, see on this sienna, see on this (laughs) Dan, can see or not tonight? They're gonna see every night. Tonight, tomorrow, the day after tomorrow. Every
1: night. night. Every
11: night, you say honor? Yeah, see
1: a do sien, okay? See
11: at you (laughs) siena. Which really, to be honest, by the end of my trip, because I extended my Finland trip, I'm damn tired. (laughs) I want to sleep during my solo trip after the retreat. They're like, oh, Aurora again, like buffet. And I'm like really tired. I was really physically tired. But like, no, I have to capture the Aurora. Because mm-hmm. it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And uh, yeah, we really got a lot of the Aurora. And the thing about it is when the retreat just started, the participants, all the snowmouse came. The very first night was when the first Aurora happened. Yes. And when you see it for the first time, it's like, bam, like, Oh my god. Oh my god. And if you watch my vlog, I was just going nuts la. Like, just going nuts ah! Oh my god. <laughs> How to capture this. I want to capture everyone's expression. I want to capture my expression and like, my feeling. When I see the aurora, I was like, gen- like, I was genuinely like, oh, oh my god. god. And to see it with your own eyes. Really, when you see it, when you watch it on videos, like, okay la, aurora la, northern light la. But when you see it with your own eyes, for the first time, it's magic. Yeah. It's magic. And then being able to experience it with all the other snowmiles, and to like tell everyone, guys, aurora, put your pants on. Go to the lake and see the aurora. Wow, that was so nice when everybody can share that experience. Oh my God. It was magic. Yeah. Um, and that was just first night. And Looking back at the footage, like actually, the first night was like, <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> what did we know? Yeah, what do we know, right? Like, yeah. um, I won't go too much in detail, uh, but almost every night, we had Aurora. Almost every night. And it got better and better. It was crazy. The last night was definitely very magical. Um, if you've seen the footage and everything, it was just the whole sky was just lit up with colors. Lights just dancing, Lady Aurora just putting a full-on show. And it's because one of the, I would say in the season, they said it was one of the best, if not the second best shows of the season. So we were really lucky. And when they had that on the last night, uh, it was such a scary coincidence, Mm. right? Like it was the last night and then the Aurora just... Was on fire. The mm-hmm. night was just on fire, mm-hmm. and it just lit up and was blazing the entire night until two a.m. Glad that I like, managed to connect with everyone in small little ways, um, especially when you know when the night is done and then just four boys or four of us just like sit at the table and just like chit chat. Uh, I was actually like super tired, but like I knew I wanted to connect more la. So just small chit chats like this uh, was also very special. Other than you know the beautiful aurora. So in all. Magic. Wow! Wow! Look at him. Yeah, so you know that aurora, right? I think
1: what's so magical was that um, there were only two spots in the whole world at night that had that um, intensity, the aurora. One was in Vancouver, and the, the other one was exactly where we were on top of our restaurant. Like, it was pinpoint on top of our restaurant. Like, what are the odds? What's the probability of that happening? Like, I'm having goosebumps again. Like, we can choose not to see the magic in something like that, or we can choose to see that that's a sign, that's the universe telling us something really very precious, and we must be open to receiving it. It was pinpoint right where we were. I cannot even tell you, this is not something that, any amount of money can buy, right? And I didn't talk to Guanin Ma and say, please do this, switch on while we're having dinner, you know? Right. The Finnish Guanin Ma. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> is it a, mo- a mokatupa? Blue eyes. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Moka a <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Right? Mm, you cannot even plan <laughs> this. Cannot, so this, this really blew everybody's hearts and minds. Yes. And it is not something oh. that we could curate. No. It's so magical. And then in
0: that moment, when we ran out, right? Because we had that night, right? Yeah, so they tried all to Yeah, very like
1: yeah. Skimpy, right? Yeah, but then Sean
0: told us, like, oh, you know, like, it's maximum. We all ran out, like, yeah. we barely dressed and all that. Very Not cold. proper shoes. Yes. But then it was so, like, the drama of it, you know? It really mm. made me feel like, oh my god, like, this yeah. is so magical. Yeah. And in that moment, right, I really felt like anything is possible.
10: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Really, I have felt this elevated sense of, like, wow. Yeah. Oh,
1: And I remember uh, uh, really, like, catching some of y'all, right? Um, Some of y'all came into the retreat having some um, decisions to make, to move forward, right? There was indecision, there was stuckness, there were questions, there there was anxiety. And I remember catching so many of y'all who had that in your hearts. And I remember telling y'all, before you you came to the retreat, saying that, plant the intention that you will get the answer that you want by the end of the retreat. You will know what to do, Mm. right? And then when we saw the aurora, I was like, "See, see, that's the sign. That's the sign. That's the sign for you. You know, it's it's telling you that this is the way forward. You have to acknowledge it. You have to receive it. Mm. This is the way. You got to see it. This is the sign you're waiting for. Yes. My tuliao, tu move tu liao. Mai ahead, Correct. right? And then very cool, very cool. <laughs> my tuliao, my tuliao, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Negative what sixteen. Minus 20, 20, right? Minus, minus, degrees. minus 20 20. Yeah. Okay, so I want to hear from more, like from the Xiao Mao's yes. more about magic. Yes. Does anybody want to share? Like burning desire to share? Magic. About the magic that happened on the retreat. Chong.
12: Going with um, just a simple train of thought. Uh. Oh, okay. It's Finland. Oh, my first time to Europe. Okay, uh, I'll just go for it. But what I got out of it is just much more than that. Like, other than literally seeing the Aurora for me personally Is more of finally being Able to understand and accept Myself as who I am Through um, the things That I learned in in the retreat because uh, Prior to that I feel like Oh the way I function Somehow just doesn't Seem to in a way fit Into the society Or it may be seen as a Outlier uh, in a way But through the retreat I learned that oh, it's actually okay to be just me, like, this is who I am and I learned to accept who I truly am, in a way. Also, the best thing for me, I feel, is like, um, the ease of being able to connect to nature so easily, due to the tranquility of the frozen lake. uh, I almost every morning, if I can't sleep, I wake up at 5am, I'll just put on my snow gear, go to the lake alone and just try to reconnect back to nature and then when you're just there alone and being able to hear your heartbeat that's something that wow it's it felt so surreal for me and I felt I felt like oh I finally able to get my get the answer that I want in terms of able to connect back to myself and being to live by my life as who I truly am.
1: Yep. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I, I really want to ask, right, um, the magic that you experienced in Finland and you brought it back, right? How has that changed you in any way? Has it transformed you in any way? Because it was big magic, right? How, does it, how, does it, how has it changed you energetically? Would you like to share?
9: The big thing I think I took away from the trip in terms of life feeling more magical was you sharing the sprinkling the gifts of human design on our little heads. And I learned how to make decisions that feel right and so far have just worked out right. So I learned from Dan Sensei that I meant (laughs) to make decisions with my gut. And uh, I think the most extreme result of that was my, my glasses broke on the trip. And when I came back home, I went to the glasses shop and I checked my gut on every single pair of glasses. Like, tried this, like, eh, not nicely. Next one, eh, no, eh, no. And after a while, I realized what my gut was saying was I was saying no to glasses. And I in t- just knew that, okay, it's time for LASIK. So I booked LASIK the next week and I went. The being able to make a decision like that where I think a prior version of me would be like, oh shit, what if I go blind? Uh, what, if, what if life is never the same again? Versus the confidence of, you know, potentially losing a sense that is critical to daily life, critical to my work, mm. and being able to confidently go ahead with that. Yeah, that, that was pretty fucking magical to me. Mm. Wow.
1: Thank you, thank you. So, you what changed you, What the change that you experienced is the way in which you make a decision, right? Even a very big-ass decision that will potentially... Um, be very detrimental if it goes wrong for your job and work because it requires your eyesight, right? So you feel this shift. Okay, I want to listen to Sally as well. I think Sally has experienced major tectonic
10: shifts. Thank you, Dan. Yeah, I honestly... Oh, wow. Okay, something close to my heart. I signed up for the trip, right? Um, I mean, I quit my job in January, by the way. So I actually applied for the Finland trip even before I quit my job. But there was some knowing that, like, I don't know whether I can take leave, but I'm just gonna make it happen. I'm gonna go on a trip. There's just some calling to me that I need to go for it. Yeah. So actually, when I quit my job, I wanted to um, do a, like coaching, right, for other people, um, especially like high achieving burnouts. And then back then, I was like, not say so on the fence, but I knew I wanted to do it, but I wasn't like brave to share with um, the people who I like know personally on my personal Instagram. So at some point, I was like, you know, cha them back and forth. Um, should I create a separate business account so that nobody personal from my personal Instagram will know that I'm doing this and mm. I'll just grow it organically? But somehow, like after Finland, it was just after I come back, right? Um, it's just this inner sense of peace, you know. I had this inner sense of peace and calmness, even though I was in Singapore. Like, things just feel something very, very different. I also don't know why. And then I also think it's the community because um, I actually, you know, I follow everyone on Instagram here. And looking at everyone, right, they are just very brave. Okay, so I mean, I come from tech, right? So not a lot of my friends are like influencers or very, very like have a big following, kind of post creatives, right? So I suddenly see my circle of friends, wow, they're all just sharing about like all the insights that they gain, like human design, about maybe coaching, or even like um those kind of things that we learn from the retreat. And then there I was thinking like, ah, I wish I can share, but somehow I don't. But I don't know why. After I came back, I just I think the first or second night that I came back, you know, I suddenly slept and I wake up. I'm just like, I suddenly feel comfortable to share. Yeah. And then that night I made a very brave decision. You know what? Like never mind. Like because I have people who understand what I'm doing and kind of supportive and they're also brave. So why not I just be vulnerable and brave and share my story. Yeah, so that night I actually shared a very heartfelt story. It was quite crazy, because like, I mean, last time I launched my Instagram uh, business page, right, I didn't want people to find out. But when I shared my heartfelt story, right, like vulnerably, wow, I suddenly gained like 100 plus followers in one day. It's crazy, and I didn't really have to like ask for it. I was just like in alignment with myself. So I felt that was the most liberating thing that I did for myself after Finland. And I also feel this energetic shift because maybe after you en- experience like what it's like being in a community of people who are just very like genuine, right? Like, most of the time you go to somewhere and then they like ask you, they look at you for your job or, like, like, what do you do? That kind of thing. And then they make a decision maybe, are you useful <laughs> to them or not? Yeah. So it's the first time that I'm in this space. And when I actually go back to Singapore, I start to feel like this change in vibration. Like some of the people that I hang out with are like, hmm, like, maybe I need some changes. Mm. Yeah, or like something spark joy, something spark joy-less. And just become very sensitive to the energy of the people around you and the environment. And just, you know that you need, need to make changes in your environment to even make you feel good on the inside. Stuff like I'm very aware now that I need to pack my room. Like last time, like now <laughs> <up> my. <room." laughs> right. Yeah. So I think it's big changes like mm. that, that is very very huge for me. I mean, I'm still experiencing the magic now from Finland, so it's quite crazy.
1: Yeah, it just keeps unfolding and unraveling, right? This magic. Yeah. yeah. Angie, have anything to share in terms of shifts for you?
10: Um, actually, I'm feeling
13: a lot of emotions now. Um, I think (laughs) I'm the one who needs the tissue. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling you on um, Instagram, right? Like, I don't know how to process this whole thing that happened. And you told me that it's okay. We're all going to process this together. And as I'm listening right now, I still, it's like a lot of thoughts in my head. And it's it's surfacing. um, It's slowly making sense why I was there. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then when I listen to everyone... um, like why I was there started to make sense to me. Um, So I went on this retreat. I don't really know why, yeah. I just wanted to go to Finland. I wanted the experiences. I wanted to see the aurora. Actually, that's all I knew I wanted to do, like to see the aurora, right? Um, And I think for the past year, uh, you know, I kind of like faded away. after we did TMR because I told you what a successful year this year would look like for me, and I totally did not do any of that. So I felt like, who am I? Um, Am I heading towards my my purpose, my goal? And so I felt I wasn't, and then um, I just felt very lost. So I didn't know why I was going to Finland for, and even while I was there, I couldn't make sense of what I was doing, what I was seeing, all these people there. So everyone, like the more I saw people, the more I felt scared. Um, and it's very strange because everyone thinks that I'm very good around people, but I actually feel very nervous when I see everyone. So today I finally made sense of it. And you were asking like, what, um, what this trip did for me? I think what this trip did for me is to show me that I am wherever I'm at. That's exactly where I need to be. Um, And why I say that is because um, from the moment um, like when I was in the Finland trip, a lot of good things started to happen. A lot of good news started to happen for me. Um, Things started to make sense like past experiences and um, new opportunities that came up for me um, because I changed my mind. Because I did not uh live the life I mean live that successful life or goal. I, I was not headed to the goal that I thought was mine. Yeah and and because I did that I thought it was a failure, but actually that was exactly what I was supposed to do. And um that that was the shift for me I feel like I I feel like I was meant to make those decisions. And um it was so magical because I, I don't know what exactly um, what exactly it was, but just from that trip onwards, everything seemed to fall in place. And yeah, I, I'm just very excited for the year ahead now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Oh my god, this is brilliant, brilliant. Shall, shall we ask uh, Sylvia? I think Sylvia, I would like to hear from her. Come. You know what's the question, right?
8: Uh, the question is... Uh, <laughs>
1: Magic, how have you shifted energetically? Because, because, really, what I've observed in you since the very first day you stepped into our GCC gathering, you, know, you decided very quickly to dive hot and heavy into the Laito universe. Mm. And then you bring big energy into the room, right? <laughs> you are a big name, you're a big personality, you have big energy. So, But I think you have a lot of um, baggage as well, right? So... Watching and witnessing the unfolding and the opening up and the blossoming and the energetic shift incrementally. Mm. The question that I love to ask um, Sylvia all the time is, what percentage are you at right now? (laughs) Right? How are you feeling? So she'll start off with like, I think I'm like a 54. Like there was once we met up for about seven, eight hours and we just chatted, right? Seven, eight hours, and she was like a 54, like just pass, okay? Mm. Not fail but just pass. Mm. And every time I meet her, i ask, how are you feeling now? And then she says, 66, right? <laughs> After that, 74. Then whatever, it keeps increment yes. I- increasing. Mm. And then in Finland, it had that leap again, but you were yeah. not really there. When you came back, there was a leap again. Yeah. And today when I ask you, you say you're at 91.
8: Yes, and, and he says, that's A-star Yeah, I'm
1: PSLE sorry. is A-star already, right? Yeah. So come, tell us about this energetic shift because I feel it is very tangible. Mm. I see it. Yeah,
2: come.
8: Ooh, I think, okay, okay, okay. I think there's so much to share as with everyone, right? Like there's so much in the process, right, that you grow a little bit and a little bit. But I think since I'm seated here today, I shall talk about the people next to me, Eric and Steph, yes. right? Yes, I'm talking about you guys because I think it's very important uh, I talk about this because I think uh, for a long time in my life, right, because as I learned in the trip that I was a projector, but a long time in my life, I I never really uh, felt very comfortable with the fact that I actually really like to stay at the corner. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm at a corner. I tend not to talk to people. I actually don't engage, right? But it's just people come and find me. But the truth is I don't engage, right? But what I really loved about this retreat was really, really seeing people who understood that. Yeah. And people who actually respected that. Mm. And I know, I say this because I think we had a chat at the airport, Eric and Steph and I, right? And because we were three projectors. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, I finally found people who could understand, oh my gosh, when you are at a party, right? You are alone. Are you happy? And it like, actually, I'm very happy alone. Eh. Yeah. But people would tend to tell us, right? Are you okay? Mm. You know, are you having a bad day? Mm. So, I was like, oh my goodness, you know? I started to find, like, my tribe, people who really understood that mm. there are people who are going to be different. Mm. There are people who are o- always going to be, like, more introverted. And that's okay. And you don't have to feel like you've got to do anything. You need know, to engage them. They're actually very comfortable in their space. Mm. Right? So, I think I met a few of these kind of, like, more introverted people. People on the trip, mm. which really helped me accept that part of myself mm. also, mm. and also seeing how everyone else, because some people here are very extroverted. Yes. <laughs> 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 yes, yeah. Clara is one of them, right? She's the first person to introduce me into Kolaito. Mm. So I was a bit like, oh <laughs> a lot of energy here, yeah. but I'm not, right? Yeah. But I think during the retreat, what happened was that there was a lot of respect. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you're very tired already, right? I'm just going to respect that about you and I'm just going to walk away. Yes. And we both don't have to feel bad about this. Yep. And I say this because this thing sounds really simple, but we just don't really see it in the lives that we lead. Mm. Right? Even in the office, even in our social spaces, there's a lot of expectations. Like, you don't be quiet. Huh? You better still show up, you know? Yes. So that people don't think you are X, Y, Z. Right, you know, but right. everybody here, I see everybody being comfortable. Like if you're loud, you're dancing in the room. Go dance, babe. Yes. Like, ah, <laughs> like
1: this one, yeah. CJ. Right,
8: and it's like yeah. nobody's judging her no for being judging. too loud, right? Yes. And then there are people who are like, hey, I couldn't, you know, eight p.m. Yeah, I'm done. Go,
1: go, go, go and sleep. Yeah. And yes everybody's
8: like, go and sleep. So yes. I Feel like this is a space, especially during the retreat, where we all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, we were all able to hold space for everybody to be different. To
1: be themselves, to be different, yes.
8: Yes, and it's so rare because we often say, oh, yeah, yeah, we find a place that's authentic, we find a place that's, like, really uh, true to ourselves. But we haven't really seen that manifest in real life before. Mm. But this retreat, whoa, everybody was so different and we held space for all their yes. differences. Yes. So I think that was like the most magical thing I took away. Wow. Yeah.
9: Thank
1: you, thank you, thank you for sharing. And I think what Sylvia said echoes what Wei Chong says as well. The reason why Wei Chong, one of his biggest takeaways coming back right from the retreat is that, you know, I can be celebrated for me being different, which I thought was a fucking problem in the past, but actually no, right? Because people can actually understand that, see my difference, and actually hold space for that. And... I don't have to make you mean anything like, oh, you are disinterested, you're antisocial, you, how come you're so lembib? You know, none of that. Go. You want, do it. I only want you to do something when you feel really energetically aligned and you feel joyful. Yep. If it's not joyful, don't do it. Nobody's going to force you to do it, right? Yep.
0: So in, in the interview, one of the interviews in uh, the video that Kin did for mm-hmm. us, right? Yeah. Um, Kifa was interviewed. And then you were talking about how you know some people just are not meant to be at the front of the stage, oh. some people just like to be at the backstage, yeah, you know, and we really love that speech, huh? can you tell us a little bit
1: more? the sound
0: Lu Lu bite oh, is gold
9: it
1: and, is gold,
0: and then there was like wind blowing your hair, yeah, you know like very very wave, wise very
1: nice. that that was very wise come tell us
2: for me, I found like the, um when they first started their very first season and then i recall very strongly that particular episode about um where where they were talking about on the stage there are so many different kinds of actors and there are some people who are um the Zhao, but they actually hate it and there are some people who are who just want to be lurenjia but they are forced to be the so for me, it's, it it really struck a chord in me because um, growing up, there's a lot of um, like family or societal expectations to say like, why are you not more ambitious? Like, why can't you you know work harder, climb the corporate ladder? But for me, I'm very happy being a 助教. And I want to be a lawyer. So, hearing that in the podcast really gave me a lot of courage. Also, and also like what um, Wei Chong and Sylvia has mentioned, this retreat really, really showed me that you know we we are we can be not just accepted for who we are, but also celebrated for who we are and how different we are.
1: Mm. Yeah, lovely. I think okay. there's something that I want to talk about, yeah, which, okay, is, which is the
0: concept of sisu, you know, mm. right? Do you all know, right? The Finnish, yeah, yeah so it's a Finnish, unique Finnish concept, mm. right? Which is basically translated as will, determination and perseverance in the face of adversity, mm. right? And I feel that when I looked at the snow snowmounds, right, I saw a lot of that reflected mm. in them, especially during the ice dipping. Yes. Because we did this crazy thing where we went into the. We, not we, la, I didn't go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was sick, but I didn't manifest it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? No, I didn't, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, and seriously, when I saw all of them do the ice dipping, right, it really showed me what Sisu means. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to Lucian about this because mm. I feel like she really like Goddess, She embodied this spirit.
8: Yeah,
1: because I want to say I want to say I wanna say something before you, you talk about your experience. I was so shocked, right, to witness the girls being so sisu, <laughs> right? The girls so sisu, and like... how huh, the guys uh, got one guy very sisu. <laughs> Okay, only one guy sisu. Okay, I did like five seconds, ten seconds. I did it, but I did very quickly. Okay, so quite sisu also. No, but the girls were like champions, right? I think it was Yixian who first set the bar really, really high. She went in for no. She went in for at. One and a half hour, one minute. Then they just started breaking one another's records, one after another. What the heck is happening, right? And then some of them treat like a sauna, like a no, like a jacuzzi, it's like a jacuzzi, very warm, like that. Yeah, like this one. And then the <laughs> the最好笑是, ice house. <laughs> then take the phone. And no towels, no nothing, and just do that, right? I'm like, yeah, okay, anyway, please tell us, how come you are like that? How come you so sisu?
14: I actually think I could do that, because after I came out, my pores closed. (laughs) 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 So my body was retaining all the heat, and I was like, yeah, I was powerful for a moment. (laughs) John, so that's the reason know? why the...
0: Oh, uh, so the pause closed.
14: <laughs> <laughs> I went back and then I researched a bit more about like Sisu. There's good Sisu and then there's also the bad Sisu. But basically a good Sisu would look for challenges that helps them find themselves, connect with themselves. You don't go around, around just looking for like challenges and try to like be tough. Because being tough is often not like sustainable, right? So like when we dip when we, like, get into the lake, we actually feel like our adrenaline would rise. Our body would want to protect us. And then if you see my video, halfway through, I was laughing. That's because your stress hormones hormones go down to, like, the neutral level. And that's when you feel happy. And so, like, with, with such a small exercise, we can actually practice how we react to everyday stressors. Yes. Yeah, and that's why it makes us more resilient. That's why the Finns are more resilient because also because they have like 70% of like winter a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think it's achievable for all of us. Wow. Thanks for unpacking the magic of
1: ice dipping for us in such a practical way.
0: Then I want to ask you because I feel like she was the first girl, right, who set the record I don't know, yeah. no, who, who like went beyond because at first everybody thought it's just a dip in and out thing. Yes. But she was the one who had the mindset that, hey, I can do longer than five yeah, seconds. So you, why do you have that mindset?
1: Yeah, if you see the video, right, uh, she dipped in and then Kenji actually asked, hey, this is hot. right? Okay, tell us more.
4: Because actually before that, I was already in Helsinki, so I did like the public sauna. Then over there, I met with a Finn who was in the seawater for like a good 15 minutes. So I was like, how, how how do you do it? So I went down with him. Then I'm like, do you not feel cold?" Then I'm no, I feel fine. He swam one lap. They continue to talk to me. Then he's like, "Yeah, you know, you just slowly ease yourself in, breathe. And if you cannot take it, just go up, go back to the sauna. Then you can try again. Just try as many times as you like. Mm. Yeah, so that was what prompted me to sort of set a record because when I was there, I could do like maybe like 30 seconds then go one minute. Then, yeah, I wanted to prove that I can push myself further so I did a minute and a half. Yeah, Mm. yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I just want to add on to what uh, you said said, Because without her setting the first record, I, I was one of those that thought that oh we just go in deep. I was asking Kenji mm. Omia okay 30 you. Okay. Mm. But because she because she set the first record, mm. then it showed me the possibility we actually yes. can go for longer. Yes. And then you know, a lot of us just kept going and trying yeah. and trying. Like even John also. Yeah. <laughs> John, John went back John to try again. John also. went yes. three times, okay? Yes, yes, say. yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. So see, I just wanted to say thank you for setting the first record so that it showed us the possibilities.
1: Yeah. And this is how change work and self-development work happens, right? In a community, right? It's being There's a demonstration of what is possible, and then it opens up your mind and heart to, oh, that is a possibility for me too. So I think it's very important for us uh, people who are doing this work to actually... Um, showcase and share and tell it's, it's it's actually a very selfish thing to do this work and then not tell people that this is possible so then people can get inspired and i like what the guy who did the 15 minutes said right which is oh you just ease yourself in and if you can't just get up and go to the sauna so chill right? and then you try again right this is life whatever we do we ease ourselves in we don't expect that we can ace it the first time and the moment you don't feel comfortable you get out that's a natural, smart thing to do. You rest, you recharge. When the time is right again, you go and try again.
0: Right. So this, failure is built into part of the success, right? I, I like,
1: feel that there, is, there are so like, many lessons in the ice dipping, yeah. right? And that we get to embody and experience it, and then we carry that lesson in us now. It is in our DNA.
0: I think, just now you talk about sharing all the stories, right? Mm. Because I think that's why we build a team to kind of document everything.
1: Yes, oh my god. <laughs> like, I really, want to talk like, about the team.
0: Like I think that is a very important part of the retreat. Very very important. Right. That we went, then we go and guinea pig experience the whole thing. Yeah. And then we come back and then we keep telling the whole world about it. Yeah. So know, for to me, see right, the change that's possible. For
1: me, the biggest magic that I experienced, apart from everything that you have shared, what? right? The biggest magic that I have experienced that blew my mind was how we have managed to attract the right people in the crew. Um, and we have built a very formidable, award-winning team. Sean, Simin, Keen, who is behind the camera right now. Da Jie, who produced our entire retreat.
0: Eileen. Where's Eileen?
1: Eileen, our super <laughs> assistant, right? Um, Kenji. Kenji, our super... Human. <laughs> Doraemon, everywhere. Okay, he's ubiquitous, right? Um, I feel that that's the magic. And the way we built it is so illogical. Like there is no logic to the way we built the team. It was just really true what John has said, using the gut, or your authority, your emotional authority, and that was my authority, is emotional authority. So everything is emotionally driven, no logic, right? And we managed to assemble with no pre, um, no no previous evidence of us having worked together on such a big project before, and all of us work together for the first time together on something of this magnitude, the audacity of it, right? And we didn't have that many meetings. It was just casual conversations in the gym when calipathy I see... La, just yeah, you know, it's like... And then be like, what the fuck is happening? How come Dan didn't issue any instructions or anything? And my brief to them is probably the briefest brief. It's like very brief, you know? I have no brief. Yeah, I have no brief. Right, I have, la, which is, hey, you just do your work and have fun. Right? That was my brief, right?
7: Yeah, what kind of brief is that?
1: What kind of brief is that? <laughs> my brief, bro? is my briefs, right? And I said the same thing to Sean as well. I say, you know what to do. I will tell you what we are trying to create, but it doesn't mean that's the only thing we create. You bring your own expertise and your passion and your excitement. You come in, you create, you have a shitload of fun, and then let's just see what comes up. Mm-hmm. So it was based on a trust and honour system with no brief, no deliverables, like, I never say, I want 5 minutes, I want 10 minutes, I want, you know, how many things, how, uh, how many videos, I want to cut how many reels a day, I never, none of that, no expectations, except please have fun, right? And my methodology really is about finding the right people and then let them have fun. So, the, 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 you know, in the retreat, I talk about attention and intention, and then the action is the final flourish. The attention and intention is finding the right people. I spend a lot of time collecting my Pokemons. Right? And sometimes I know, I've known Simi for a couple of years already, observe, observe the boyfriend, you know. Then uh, I've known Keen work with me as well. Uh, uh, Sean, uh, done TMR with me as well. I've seen his amazing YouTube channel, already know what he's capable of. Know what Keen is capable of. Know what Simi is capable of. I know Ta personally and I know where her heart lies and what she dreams of creating, what she's capable of, right? Kenji. Eileen, meticulous, so reliable, so responsive, so fast, right? And we put together the team, and then when there's an opportunity, we go like, okay, let's run with it, and we just have fun. And then we created magnificent pieces of um, short films, social media posts, and I'm still laughing, like, you know, bring, bring us so much joy. Would you like to share with us the experience of uh, being part of the crew yeah. on this trip?
7: So crazy. I was just talking to Keen about this. I think last week, because we were thinking if we didn't join the same gym as Dan and Kenji, would this have happened? Mm. Most probably not. And it was like a very very small decision, cause just nice we were looking for a gym. He was not even gymming then, mm. so he's so buff today, right? Actually, it's because of me. <laughs> Yeah, and of course, like seeing Kenji and Ben every single Monday and Wednesday, it brought us a lot of joy. So we're like, yeah, it's a very nice community. Then like um, slowly we s- we started going at different timings, but then it was so crazy how like because of the gym, then then got to know of Keen, his works, and got to like feel him, his energy, <laughs> uh, feel his energy, his energy. I've
1: never felt him, okay. I only feel his energy, okay. <laughs>
7: Yeah, and and like one day he just, uh, I remember I was alone. I went alone, and I bumped into Dan, and Dan was like, "Hey, see, I can't tell you something very good. You wanna come to Finland? <laughs> come to Finland uh, with you and Kina, like, huh? Oh my god, of course, yes. <laughs> but what do you want me to do? <laughs> because at the point of time I was still like, I mean, I was mostly earning money from drawing or teaching people how to draw." And then oh yeah, sometimes I do social media work. La. Then uh it was it was the first time that I have to do like social media manager thingy for a company, like for someone else, yeah. not just like as a talent. And then I wasn't really sure if I was capable of doing it or not. And even though the first immediate reaction is like hell yes, but when the date drew, drew nearer, like the monkey brain is like, to breathe, <laughs> 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 yeah, um, what if it's like, a, what if I do nothing, like, oh, you know, like, because, like, no brief, then I don't know what. The itinerary also, like, on the day itself, then come out, right? Yes. Yeah, and I was like, uh, like, I can't plan anything or Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Very little to plan around.
7: <laughs> yeah, super little to plan, then, like, uh, I guess it's like a lighter thing that we just fuck it and <laughs> go with the flow. Fuck floor. it and go with the flow. <laughs> it is exactly the
1: lighter way, yes.
7: Yeah, and I find it very interesting because it's a pattern that keeps repeating. So every time maybe I get something, I have a gut hell yes reaction. But slowly, slowly, like, the, the gut feeling will fade and then the monkey brain will always come in. Like, oh, you should do this. Maybe you should do that. Like, there are a lot of expectations and fears that will come in. And then I think it really, it's so crazy because, like, I'm just feeling this recently also because I'm like starting to do YouTube stuff. Then I'm like, "Uh, maybe I should like (laughs) do more tattoo stuff to earn earn some (laughs) money for some stability. Then I'm like, actually, I don't feel like doing it. Why am I shooting myself? Mm. Then I had to remind myself like, I learned this, okay, in the Laito Retreat. (laughs) (laughs) I need to listen to my gut and like anything that doesn't light me up, I shouldn't do it. Yes. And I should always trust it. Yes. Yeah. So it's very nice to know that like healing or whatever, it's always like an oscillation journey. You don't always just get it, then like you're done. No. Your work is done. No. Yeah, you oscillate between your old self and like the self that you wanna be mm-hmm. constantly. And mm-hmm. I think that's okay.
1: It's beautiful. Wow. Thank you for what wow, beautiful learning. Beautiful learning. I wanna ask Tati also. Tati yes, who produced. Ah oh, you scared how huh? you scared. That's it. So you know, it's it's a long time coming, right, this vision of uh, hours of doing um, a retreat in Finland ever since we got touched. You first got touched by the magic um, of Finland and then you shared it so generously with me and I got so turned on by the magic in Finland and I go like, I need to turn Rebecca on also and all the Siamas <laughs> on and now they're all fucking turned on, right? So thank you for really igniting this possibility and you are really instrumental in spearheading the entire production of this a retreat, And it really takes a lot to plan something like this, to produce it, to crunch the numbers, to talk to the people, to manage all the days and requests and food and F&B and flights, you know, all of that. And of course, the entire itinerary, timing, making sure that everyone enjoys themselves. All of that, it is really, really a fucking big deal. So can you share with us your headspace and heart space after having done this and what was the experience like producing something of this magnitude for the first time?
15: I, I don't know where to start. Because for me, this like for me, this whole thing felt like a dream. Mm. You know, it's something that I have always wanted to do, but the opportunity was, you know, like the synchronicity and the magic just happened because you love Finland and Finland has such a special place in my heart. And I, I've always said I want to bring more people to show them the beauty of Finland and Lapland. And so this is a dream come true for me. Although, I mean, of course, there's a lot of planning and and blah, blah, blah. But the the until today, I feel like this is, you know, the universe conspiring to make so many things happen. And when I saw the um, Sean's um, video with the Aurora, for me, it's like the universe is telling us something. Like there is so much more that we can do. And the fact that, you know, all of us came back with so much inspiration and magic and we're still feeling it is it's really inspiring for me. Because I feel like there's so much... Um, we can do to- together and thank you for starting laito because this is amazing community and it's um yeah my headspace is just you know i just i'm just very grateful to the universe for you know this whole bringing everybody together the team you know the fantastic participants that i was really nervous at first you know i'm like oh my god singaporeans <laughs> You know they have to share toilets. I'm worried yeah. about all these little things. Yeah. There's no um, 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 bins in the toilet. You know what I'm going to do with all the girls and stuff like that. So I was worried about all the nitty gritty stuff. But then in the end, nobody complained. Yeah. I went, oh my god, this is amazing. Because in the tour operating business, like we have a portfolio company that is in a tour operating, there are a lot of like issues, right? With with customers service kind of thing. But in this community it's so special. No one complaint. <laughs>
1: Not one single complaint. Not that one. actually blew Tatiya's mind. He was like, hey, you see your mouse oh, you really trained them very well. They have no complaint. They're so happy with everything. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank so, you, Tatiya.
15: Yeah, zende, zende. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would be super stressed, you know, with the toilets. Like yes. if you have to share toilet, yeah. I would imagine, you know, it might be. But this is a special place because nobody found it an issue. Right. Mm-hmm. So to me, that, that I'm like, oh my god, these these people are special.
1: They are very special. Y'all are very special. Y'all know that, right? Y'all know that, right? And then y'all enjoy the company so much because it's so special, right? You feel it. So don't forget that you're special because you don't complain about sharing toilets. <laughs> yeah. So Tati, are you excited? Look, so after having done this retreat, do you want to do more? Do you feel inspired to do more?
9: Yes, of course. <laughs> I want to do
1: more. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
15: Yes. 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 I, and I think that. Um, You know, whatever you are, you know, um, uh, teaching in Laito and, you know, what you are, the messages, it's really what the world needs. Hmm. And we want, like now, I'm more inspired to say, okay, let's really find a special place in in Lapland that we can create our own space. Yes. Right? And that's the place where everyone can go to recharge. Yes. Because in Singapore, you can't. Yeah. The environment is just not there. Yeah. Right? But if, if we go to a place like Finland, um, you know, a, like with the nature, with the, the magic of the uh, the silence and everything, it's a place that people can take deep rest and just fully be themselves and reconnect with themselves, which is what we wanted to do yeah. in the first place. So yeah. I think, yeah, that really inspired me and I'm going to focus my energy on Woo. creating that. And so let's make it together.
11: Woo. Thank
1: you, Dajie. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Datsy is amazing, right? She's like our big sister, and she suddenly has a lot of siblings. Hi! Moshi Moshi! This is Dan from Tokyo. Hi! I'm doing this voice memo, this special outro because we have decided to split our very very long epic podcast interview episode with all the snowmouse into two parts yeah so this is the end of part one and we hope you have enjoyed yourself thus far and I just wanted to say if you are interested to find out more about the Lito Retreat um, we are going to have one more that's coming up um, in 2024 in September it is already in the works we're already planning and masterminding and dreaming of all the good stuff that we're going to do it's going to be an autumn program now the new website is not up yet But if you're interested Please uh, go and check out litoretreat.com Lytoretreat.com And have a look Um, And check out what we did For the last retreat Okay That was a winter program And then if you're interested Just scroll all the way down And just um, put in your details And particulars And express your interest Um, Hop on the wait list And then we will Keep you notified When we have more information Pertaining to the new retreat All right. So have a most blessed year end And a merry, merry Christmas To all of you And we will Check in with you again In a
8: couple of weeks Alright, right. Bye
4: (laughs) We'll <laughs> be